Hey guys, and welcome to The Empathy Bug, a podcast where we're infecting the world with empathy one story at a time. My name is Alexandria Fitzgerald, and I'm back. (laughs) Um, I had made an episode, kind of an episode at the beginning of this year, explaining how I was switching podcasts and I was going on to the gift of dysfunction. Well, if you keep up with me on social media or on my other podcasts, you'll know that I had to take a break. And there was too much going on. I was too stressed out. I was moving, I had things going on with COVID, I was about to lose my job because of COVID, and I needed a break. During this break, so much stuff happened. We had multiple black people who were killed, multiple trans people who were killed, multiple black trans people, multiple uh, black people in my area supposedly committed suicide. Nobody believes them. You don't hang yourself in the middle of a park. That's not how this works. Um, especially not seven different people within the same week. That's not right. Um, but on top of that, we also had a lot of issues with healthcare, with places closing down, with people not having money. Unemployment rates went up because we had, as a society, needed to shut down. And there's just so much that's wrong with this country that we need to fix. So I decided that I'm going to make this podcast about social justice and social di- social reform. And I'm going to try to educate people to the best of my ability. And now I say that because I am a white woman, or well, non-binary that passes as a woman. The only discrimination I've dealt with in my life is um, because I was below the poverty line and because... Um, I'm a woman and a little bit about my religion. I haven't really had to deal with anything that I couldn't hide. I mean, I can't hide that I'm a woman most of the time, but I don't have to hide my skin color. I don't have to hide my religion. I don't have to hide any of these things that people are singled out for. So because of this, I am speaking from a place of privilege. So everything that I will be telling you and that I will be discussing will be things I have read in books that I've learned from friends, from coworkers that I've gotten off the internet that I've learned from talking to other people. I'm going to try to find people who have actually gone through discrimination and gone through issues and actually need help and people with disabilities, more people in the trans community outside of myself because I don't really consider myself part of it since I pretend I'm a woman most of the time, and try to find more people that actually do struggle more than I do so that I have a platform for them to come to to be safe and to express what they need. Um, I will do my best to be non-biased, or unbiased, but, um, I'm a very opinionated person, (laughs) and I'm going to do my best to bring you unbiased information. Everything I will talk about will have sources quoted, there'll be facts for you. I will get as much information gathered for you to make your own educated decision about every issue I bring to the table. Um, I know it's really hard nowadays to know what to believe in with your family being the way that it is and we've got social media, we've got the news, um, yeah, the news, <laughs> the news, journalists and everything going all over the place, political journalism is all over the place, we have a leader that changes his mind about what he wants to say every five minutes depending upon if he took his medication or not, okay, that was judgmental, I don't actually know if that man's on medication, if he's not, I've got a really good doctor, my medicine's working great for me. But (laughs) clearly, I'm not an unbiased person. Everyone has opinions. Everyone has feelings. Everyone has needs. So because of this, um, there will be times when I will be biased about it. 
and I will give you my honest opinion about the situation and what I think about what's going on with the world. And that's, I'm allowed to do that. This is my podcast. <laughs> but if you don't agree with my opinion and you want to have an educated, and an, well, not educated, but an adult conversation about it, please feel free to contact me. As long as we don't do name calling, I will debate with you all day. I have nothing better to do with my life. Um, but I decided that, you know, educating other people about social justice and about all the wrongs and struggles and everything that has gone on in our history and is going on today would be the best way to help other people without me having to leave my house because I don't want to do that. I don't want to go protest. There's too much going on. I, I can't handle loud noises and I cannot go to protest right now. There's too many loud noises. I will have a panic attack, be crying in the middle of the street and be doing more harm than good. So instead, I'm going to educate people. And I'm going to hopefully infect at least one person with the empathy bug, and they will infect another, and they will infect another, and slowly but surely over the course of the next hundred years, we might actually get our act together. That'd be beautiful. Um, but today I'm going to talk about an overdone topic, so overdone, <laughs> but I feel like I can't have a social justice podcast in this time period without starting off with this topic. So we are going to talk about the differences between Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter. And the reason why I say this is because I know a lot of people who do not really understand what Black Lives Matter is and they think All Lives Matter is the more appropriate response. And it's really not. It's like when it's your sister's birthday party and she gets a present and you start screaming because you want one too. Like, it's not about you. So calm down. But a nicer way to put that is to educate you about what's going on. So we're going to start with what is Black Lives Matter? I could do an entire episode on this. There is so much history in the past six years of this movement that I can really just go all in on this. But I'm going to touch on a few points. So the first one is Black Lives Matter is not just a hashtag. It is an actual organized movement in the United States with some chapters in Canada. Yes, I said chapters. There's actually different chapters of this organization that are trying to call that are advocating for change in their communities. Currently, I believe there are 16 active chapters, but somewhere between 2014 and 2016, there were up to 30 at a time. On July 13th of 2013, six years ago, happy birthday, Black Lives Matter. That was the day it was born. It was founded by Alicia Garez, Patrice Collars, and Opal Tometi. Somebody? I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, guys. I'm bad at that. Um, I tried. Please correct me, and I will gladly correct myself in my next episode. But, um, and they started the hashtag Black Lives Matter on social media after the acquittal of George Zimmerman, who shot Trayvon Martin. Now, here's a little bit of biased information for you. George Zimmerman is currently being idolized by some people that I know. Um, we are no longer friends. They have been blocked on Facebook. Y'all have problems. That is not okay. There is something wrong with you. If you are proud of a man who shot a teenage boy for any reason, any reason, you've got problems. Especially for when he shot him just because he was some black kid walking down the street. Like, ugh. Okay. Moving on. Before I get too far on that issue, because that's a whole nother podcast episode. So, they started the movement, and they became more and more involved in politics in 2016, but they kept pushing through and trying to make change. 
So the main idea behind Black Lives Matter is not black supremacy. It is black power, but not in the sense of black people are better than white people. I think that's where people get confused. They think that by saying black lives matter, you're saying that they're the only lives that matter, but that's not what it is. It's a group of people that have been systematically systematically uh, repressed and discriminated against since before this country even started. And please don't even get me in started on slave trades in Africa and stuff like that, because that's not what this episode's about. <laughs> I can just already hear the arguments going on because I've been talking about this for so many months now. But so the whole idea of it is, is that when this country was founded, it was founded on the blood and sweat of Native Americans and black people. White people came over, killed a bunch of people, put their own laws in, put their own religion in, put their own government buildings in, and said, this is our country now, get over yourselves. And declared themselves founders, which is kind of messed up when you consider the fact that tons of people lived here before they did with whole languages and religions and cultures that are forever lost now because they there was a mass genocide whenever the uh whenever america was founded or the united states of america was founded so during all of this even um like during if you go into the old west and you go into uh, different civilizations as they were going west into the gold uh, to find gold and things like that you would have the white communities and then you would have the black communities outside of it now communities of minorities are called ghettos that term has been used in so many ways but a person in a thing cannot be a ghetto a ghetto is a subdivision that is typically put into poverty that is where minorities are put into. Um, during the Black Plague, Jews were put into ghettos. Um, even during like World War II and all of that, Jews were put into ghettos. That's what was going on. So systematically, our country was founded with all of these people who were minorities put in ghettos. We put uh, Native Americans on reservations, which is basically just a desert ghetto with less supplies. Like... <laughs> All that white people did was shove people into a corner and tell them to sit there and be quiet. That's all they've done this entire time. They've built for-profit prison systems that have kept segregation and has kept slavery a thing. Read up on the 13th Amendment. It's weird. Um, but we've had sla- we had slaves forever for forever. We had a whole war to keep the slaves and then the people who wanted to keep the slaves were turned into statues for some reason because they're great guys and then we had Jim Crow laws and we had lynching that was totally cool that nobody had a problem with for some reason and then on top of that we had segregation and segregation ended so recently that there are people who are still alive that remember it I've had conversations with people who are in their 60s and 70s who remember the first time they went to an all-white cafe and they were still not served even though they were legally allowed to be there. So this is something that has been in our country since it was started and even though it's supposedly illegal to racially profile people, it's clearly not. If you look into statistics, um, a lot of for-profit prisons and a lot of places are strategically picking up black people and other minorities. I mean, we have concentration camps, basically, 
just without the burning pits of babies dying where Hispanics are in and all this other kind of stuff. So it's very clear that if you're a minority in this country, you are not wanted. That is how you are treated. So the Black Lives Matter movement is basically saying, hey, we're here. Give us the same rights as you. Treat us like human beings. Stop ignoring us. It's not about changing the label on a syrup bottle. It's not about changing this name or that name. It's about having a system that actually helps people. It's about ending the pipeline from school to jail. It's about so many things. And I'm going to stop talking about this part now because we're 13 minutes in and this is the only thing I've talked about. (laughs) But it's a huge thing. And the biggest thing that they're really asking for is defunding of the, the police. Now, defunding of the police does not mean we don't, won't give them any money. It does not mean we'll get rid of the police. It means we want them to have less money and less power. It's not asking that much, guys. If you are a police officer, you do not need to be driving a Dodge Charger or an Escalade. Why do you need an Escalade? Who did you take that Escalade from? Like, <laughs> you don't need it. Um, and that's basically what it is, is trying to make people, get people held accountable that should be held accountable. For example, police officers that kill people should be charged with murder. We should have more training for them. We have the least training of police officers in any country in the entire freaking like, first world areas. Like, it's ridiculous. So that's kind of what they're looking for. Um, some of them are also asking for, um represent what's the word I'm looking for (sighs) I can't think of it right now but like they want payback for their family members being slaves some of them are asking for that some of them are not that's a whole other issue but that's not the main point of Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter is just saying hey please treat me like a human being for the first time in my life and don't look at me because of the color of my skin um now all lives matter is basically just people being in denial. It's a slap in the face to Black Lives Matter is what it is. It's white people whitewashing things again. It's like saying, I don't see color. If you don't see color, you're missing the entire part of the problem. If you try to decide that making it a race thing doesn't fix anything, you are missing the entire part of the problem. Yes, racism shouldn't be an issue. Yes, it should be something we should be able to overlook and not care about. However, it is not. A lot of people that I know with All Lives Matter are trying to be on the right side of history, but they're not because the problem is is it's a group of people who do not know anything outside of their own reality and their own existence. And we're not talking about black people that support it. We're specifically talking about white people right now because I cannot talk for black people that support All Lives Matter. I don't know any. So I can only talk for white people. And the white people in my family and the white people that I know who support All Lives Matter don't seem to understand exactly what Black Lives Matter is. They believe that, they either believe that black people are trying to do to us what we did to them, which is not true. Some are, but I mean, we can't blame them. But that's not what Black Lives Matter is. That's not the point. They just want to be treated equal. Or they're just doing it because they're actually, they don't care. They don't want to hear that someone else is having problems. They don't want to believe that someone else is having problems and they are ignorant and they refuse to learn. So they think Black Lives Matter 
is racist. And our president is another person that decided that Black Lives Matter was racist. <laughs> but it's not. It's really not. Um, all lives matter would imply that everyone's lives is at risk equally. And it's not. Um, we don't have white people who are getting shot for walking down the street with a gun. There is a dude who went to a Black Lives Matter protest with a bazooka. He was a white man. Nobody went after him. He was fine because he was white. But if a black man brought a Glock to anything ever, he's going to get shot. If a black boy is playing with a toy gun in his front yard, he's going to get shot. So that's the reason why All Lives Matter is stupid. I mean... I shouldn't say it's stupid, but it is. Like, <laughs> and then on top of that, the same people who are saying all lives matter are also the same people who are trying to get immigrants put back into Mexico. And Mexico, I don't even know why not all of our immigrants are from Mexico, but that's the idea. Um, and they say things like go back to your own country and stuff like that. So at least in my experience, the people that I know who say all lives matter also say these things. And so... It really defeats the purpose. People assume that Black Lives Matter means white lives don't. And it's not a us versus them thing. It's like, if you have that one kid in your class who is disabled, who has an extreme form of autism, he gets special treatment, right? He has special needs and he needs help. Are you going to throw a fit because he's getting a leg up? No, that would be stupid. So, while I'm not saying that the black community has special needs, I'm saying they have been discriminated against and they are at a point that is, they have been put in a spot where they do not have as many opportunities as we do. So we need to give them a leg up. And that's all they're asking. They just want to be heard. They just want to be treated like people. So, all lives matter, it doesn't really fit. It entirely misses the entire point. Now, something else <laughs> that really irritated me that happened in 2015 was white lives matter. <sighs> no. Okay. White lives do matter. Yes, but they have been the most important lives in the entire world since white people crawled out crawled out of their mama. Like stop. Just stop. We have enough. We run multiple countries. We have everything. Most of the people that are rich are white. Most of the people in power are white. Most managers are white. Stop it. All right. That's all I'm going to say about that because I'm going to get mad. Now, blue lives matter. We're going to talk for, two, for about five seconds because, again, I'm going to get mad. Blue lives matter is BLM, just like black lives matter is, and is literally just making fun of black lives matter. Like, that's the only way I can see it. First off, there's not blue people. Secondly, you don't have to be a cop. Thirdly, not all cops wear blue, for that matter. Some of them wear gray. Some wear black. The cops here in Bigelow, not Bigelow, I don't live in Bigelow anymore. The cops here in Little Rock wear black. I mean, it's a navy blue, but it's basically black. And like, <laughs> so saying blue lives matter is ridiculous. Yes, there should not be hate crimes to target police officers. However, there shouldn't be hate crimes targeting black people either. There shouldn't be any hate crimes. But police officers are not singled out like black people are. And even if they were, you don't have to take that job. You can take the uniform off and you can go home. People don't know you're a police officer without the uniform unless they know you personally. 
Or you walk up to them and tell them you are. Which I've seen some videos of people doing that. Blue Lives Matter, to me, is an entire joke. And it is just completely a slap in the face of Black Lives Matter. Even more than All Lives Matter, honestly. Because it's basically saying, yeah, you know, um... People are dying, but I'm a police officer, so I'm more important, even though you're not. What's important is, is if black police officers are dying more than white police officers, if white police officers are dying more than black police officers, if police officers are dying on a percentage based upon the population, then more of the people. However, it is true that police officers are killing more people than people are killing police officers. They also don't get the training that they need. If you wanted to say Blue Lives Matter and talk about the training that you need, If you wanted to use it as a way to advocate that y'all need better training, that you need better supplies, that you need to have a better PR with the the people, and then I would agree with you. But the problem is, is that that's not what Blue Lives Matter is saying. Blue Lives Matter is saying that there's hate crimes against police officers. But the people are defending themselves. Like, I mean, it's a really, it's a really hard topic on that, but I feel like it's kind of a joke because you don't have to be a cop. You can't stop being a black man, but you can stop being a cop whenever you want. So yeah, that's about it. That's my rant for today. Um, (laughs) Black Lives Matter is important. If you don't agree with anything that I'm saying, I'm going to put all of my sources that I am quoting all of this information off of onto the um, podcast description. Well, except for, you know, the stuff that I hear people say. Because I don't really quote them. I just block them on Facebook. Um, <laughs> I mean, I quote them, but I don't keep up with their information. And I don't really know if they want me calling them out like that. That'd be funny. But I don't think they really want me calling them out like that. Um, anyway, so we will be doing this podcast bi-weekly. Every other week, I will be doing the Gift of Dysfunction still. So we'll be going back and forth between social justice and mental health because I have nothing better to do with my life. Um, <laughs> I'm also doing book reviews on social justice themed books and books about history. I just did one on a book called Sold as a Slave. It's a short, shorter version of the life of a man whose name I will not try to pronounce because I will butcher it and he deserves more respect than that. But it is on my blog for you guys to check out. Um, I think I'm doing a review on the Holocaust next week. But I'm going to talk about literally whatever I feel like talking about as long as it's in the lines of social justice and reform. So yay, um, I will see y'all in two weeks. Make sure to follow me on Facebook or Twitter. Or um, you can find me on LinkedIn under Alexandria Fitzgerald. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope that I made you think a little bit. If you do not agree with me, you're more than welcome to send me a hate mail. I love those. Um, But yeah, thank you and have a great day.